Atlanta's number one radio stations. Swanky 93.3 and The Heat 94.6. Radio stations has you covered. From our studios to our newsroom at KLP Entertainment. Listen on all major audio platforms like Spotify, iHeartRadio, Audacity, Apple Podcast, Stitcher Podcast, Google Podcast, YouTube and more. Live from our newsrooms brings back our hit news network, SNN, with many news anchors like Arthur Brooks, Addison Hayden, and Beatrix Gemma. Brings you stories about the news worldwide. Tune in on Atlanta's number one stations, Swanky 93.3 and The Heat 94.6 radio stations. To get the latest news today, listen on all major audio platforms like Spotify, iHeartRadio, Audacity, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Podcast, Google Podcast, YouTube, and more. The latest show goes after hours. The Beyond Swanky Podcast with Kennedy Lucas brings out more for our Lucas Nation fans. Tune in for reviews, topics, and even special guests. We go beyond the swankiness as it's juicy as hell with our DJ, DJ Lupezzi, playing nothing but the hits on the Spotify podcast version. Live from our studio of Swanky Studios, it's the Beyond Swanky Podcast with Kennedy Lucas on Atlanta's number one stations Swanky 93.3 and the Heat 94.6 radio station listen on all major audio platforms like Spotify iHeartRadio Audacity Apple Podcast Stitcher Podcast Google Podcast YouTube and more Now tuned in to Atlanta's hottest radio show. Our stories from our studio to your ear. It's the Beyond Swanky Podcast. With your host, Kennedy Lucas. On Swanky 93.3 radio station. The Heat 94.6 radio station. Hello, Atlanta. Welcome back to another exciting podcast here today. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Beyond Swanky Podcast with your host, KELP, Kennedy Lucas. Welcome back to another exciting uh, podcast. It's again March 9th, a wonderful, wonderful Thursday, if you will. Hopefully you guys are ready for another exciting podcast here today. I'm glad that we were able to make it into the studio today. Hopefully everyone is staying nice and nice and cool and and, and level-headed and make sure everybody is taking some medicine if you can. Because, ladies and gentlemen, pollen season, pollen season's here. T, if you know about it, it's here. Everybody, and I'm kind of guilty of it too, because I've been dabbling into uh, this the emergency uh, powder, if you will. But uh, I had to make sure that I, you know, take my juices, take my vitamin C's and D's into my body system, because pollen is here. Uh, I did run into a lot of pollen, and one thing I noticed today, I did sneeze quite a few bit today, so. I had to again put my mask back on and just make sure I'm so I'm not sick. It's just you know allergies, it's pollen season. Uh, we in March, right? So 
hopefully you guys are ready for it i'm excited for march i'm excited for march uh to come on and, and come on throughout the throughout the uh wave there and uh we we ready for summertime really so welcome back to another exciting podcast again hopefully you guys have been enjoying the media this week we've been doing a lot you know from snn snn sports news and you know the the podcasting now if you guys didn't and hopefully you guys didn't miss it but of course is available right now we had a special podcast again we had evan a national lingans uh on the show and we talked about you know gdn and ggc and we talked about our history our, our reminiscing our history there so again hopefully you guys have been enjoying uh the podcast as well now i'm fixing my mic because i do hear some static here uh, but we're gonna keep rolling because you know we kind of live right now so hopefully that goes away now we have quite a few topics that we want to talk about here on the podcast and i cannot wait to talk about it uh luckily i have for you guys the beyond spooky podcast a show review so ladies and gentlemen if you guys don't know i'm a huge movie and show buff i like to watch all kinds of shows now this show this show i slept on because this show came out in 2020 and this was a show that i didn't know anything about until i heard the good folks the ladies and gentlemen uh up there in new jersey of course the joe button podcast is always on i'm always an advocate for we're not an advocate well i'm an advocate to have podcasters out there and listen to them and study from them so they've been talking about this show uh and this show is called your honor and by gosh i slept on it so i googled it and it's a show for that's on Showtime. Again, you guys can get it if you have the primetime subscription for YouTube and Fubu TV and Paramount Plus. It's there. Um, I have Showtime, believe it or not, because Showtime came free with my Spotify plan. Now, if you guys don't know, that student plan, when you become Spotify member and you have a student, because you guys know I'm a grad student, that student plan comes in handy. So, again, if you are a student and you have a valid student uh edu email address guys i pay five dollars for spotify hulu and showtime it, you cannot beat that pricing so i ended up getting showtime for free within my subscription and i dabbled into this show now i can only give you the first three episodes because i started it actually today i was in i was in the office eating lunch and on my lunch time i knew we were coming to do the podcast and uh, it, it was just there and I said, okay, let me watch this real quick because this could be our review for the podcast today. And by gosh, I love this. I really love this show thus far. It's kind of a crime series. I felt bad that I watched the first episode because the first episode did get kind of gory and I was eating lunch. So I was like, ooh, I shouldn't have seen that gory scene while I'm having lunch. So again, this, this show was from 2020 to 2021. That was the first season. And this show came out December 6, 2020. And I, again, I, I slept on this show. I did. I have not seen this show. And now that it's out there, and of course, possibly they're getting season three, this is a good show. Now, like I say, I can only give you the, the synopsis of the first couple of episodes. I didn't watch the entire season quite just yet. I'm binge watching this. Uh, starting today all throughout the weekend uh, you got brian cranston to play michael desato um good actor by the way he's done he's done some good stuff right we've got a list here he's he's been in breaking bad malcolm in the middle 
um, going large. Why him? He was also in Kung Fu Panda 3. Uh, he plays a character in The Upside with Kevin Hart. He was in Drive. So he's done some great stuff so far. And I I enjoy all the all the things that he got going out for sure. His voice work uh, in some of these movies. And of course, he's in this hit show again. You got Lily Kay to, pay, to play via Baxter. You got uh, Hunter DeHoon. Duhan to play Adam Michael's son you got Hope Davis to play Gina Baxter of course Hope Davis we all know about Hope Davis she's been in a lot of amazing things Michael uh, Stahlberg to play Jimmy Baxter um, the, the head boss head boss of mafia you've got Lamar Johnson to play uh, Coco Jones I've now Lamar Johnson we all know what he's been in he played Henry in the latest show, I want to say it was The Last of Us, uh, which is very interesting. Yes, he plays Henry in The Last of Us this current season. So he's been popping up really well. Um, so there's a lot of people in the, in the show. I'm not going to name every character that's in the show. I'm just highlighting the people uh, that I've seen so far. Very, very excited to have such a great cast like this. Now, if you guys want to know what this show is about, again, it's called your honor as we're trying to get back here uh your honor again is a great show for sure now it's, it's a drama series but it's kind of a thriller right it's a thriller to the imagination it's 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 amazing now your honor is an american drama television series starring brian cranston adapted from the israel tv series kavodu now this show is about you know uh brian cranston's character michael uh, DeSato, he's a judge, federal judge, and he's doing his thing. And he, you know, he's trying to prevail after his wife, his wife, and also Adam's mother dies. And then it's an anniversary where Adam goes and try to honor his mom because it's been one year, it's been a year later or an anniversary of his mother passing. He's going out and he goes around, he's, he's driving around. He's in a kind of an off neighborhood. He drives off scarefully. Now this kid has asthma. So as he can't breathe because he's in an off town, he's on the wrong side of town where there's probably some some things that have happened and and you know uh I, i'm trying to be politically correct here and it's just not working for me t so he's in the hood right he's in the hood south hood side of new orleans now the setting uh setting there t is in new orleans louisiana and he gets scared right white kid in the hood neighborhood yes you're scared you're driving around so he tries to prevail and escapes and tries to go out but then jimmy and Jeannie baxter's son uh, Rocco, uh, Rocco is a couple days before his birthday. His parents buys him a motorcycle. He goes around, rides around with it. He's on the offside of town, and then he meets Adam, the son, in his car. And Adam hits him uh, because he's reaching for his inhaler. Now, if you guys don't know, I do have asthma myself. I don't have emergency asthma as much anymore because I, I, I have what is called exercise over endos asthma. So when I'm doing too much or not too enough for my health, my asthma part sparks out. Now, I take pills for that, but I haven't used my asthma pills in a very, very long time because I start working out. I start getting more in shape. Now, my asthma has kind of, I, I want to say I kind of beat asthma a little bit because it hasn't been that rough. So, again, going forward into that, you know, he's going forward into that and you know, he hits the kid because he's reaching for his asthma. Now, Rocco, 
Baxter is dead. The dad, Brian Cranston, the judge, he finds out that he kills one. Uh, he killed the son of of Johnny, uh, excuse me, Jimmy uh, Baxter. He's like the the top crime boss mafia, if you will, in New Orleans. He's a bad dude to kind of fiddle around with and kill one of his family members. And now they're out for vengeance and blood, trying to seek the truth. Again, synopsis of it, a judge confronts his deepest convictions when his son is involved with a hit and run. Adam does run, right? He's scared, right? He he hits the guy, tries to save him, calls my one. He, he runs. And that's, guys, never do a hit and run. Because again, if you do a hit and run, that's a felony, by the way. Hit and run that embroils... In, in an organization crime family, the Baxters. He faces a series of impossible choices and discovers how far a father will go to save his son's life. Again, that's a hit and run case. So yes, you will go in life in prison if you do a hit and run. Now, if you hit somebody, God forbid anybody hit somebody. But if you hit somebody, don't run. Stay there. Of course, Brian Cranston stars in a uh, New Orleans judge who is forced to confront his deepest darkest conventions to save his son as a storm of vengeance, lies, and deceit threatens the engulf threatens to engulf the entire city. Michael DeSaito faces a series of incredible in excuse me, increasingly impossible choices, discovers just how far he'll go to save his son's life from the producers of The Good Wife and The Night of. So again, guys that's my synopsis of the show i only watched a couple of episodes in but the story's starting to unboil right you got the detective you know uh let's get that catholic back up to you but the detective uh hold on i'm trying to get the cast list real quick now because the detective i don't trust now amy landchecker plays nancy costello he she is the detective that's in the series and you know what's funny t they always make every detective or every fbi look the same pantsuit hair is up into a ponytail has a kind of a starchy type of voice that's every detective every fbi that's a female in every series without fail so i don't trust her right i'm not trusting her not for a second because you know she's smart she'll figure it out so it's very very interesting you know you've got a lot again like i said you have a, a lot of great characters you got um sophia black to ella to play franny and that's kind of the love interest between her and adam uh she's a teacher photography teacher very young to be a teacher too not not judging not not stereotype not not judging here but that you know she she looked like adam's age so it's very interesting guys it's a great show it's on showtime if you're able to get it i got it for free with spotify subscription but if you ever get showtime yeah this is the network this is the show that i would enjoy watching uh again the break uh not the break club the joe button podcast joe talked about it with with quite a few of his gang uh his uh crew members for the podcast so i'm here for it i'm very i'm very much here for that I'm excited to see what happens when it um, when I finish watching season one and then I will start season two. It's going to take me some time, right? It's, it's going to take me some time uh, for sure, but it's very, very interesting. Moving on next to what we like to say, our hip hop news goes out, of course. And this was a story topic of conversation that is quite recent that I want to talk about for sure again relating back to the joe button podcast because i i've watched their show and they've had some good points on today's podcast shout out to them this story is coming from 
us here at the studio and also from Complex. Uh, we all know Logic. Uh, Logic is a rapper, hip hop artist. I kind of agree. When some people are saying that he just needs to retire, I kind of agree, right? Logic was hit, right, when he first came out. Now, here is the story Logic sings a cover of Ice Cube's hit song, It Was a Good Day. I listened to the cover. And, you know, with my music, shout out to my Swanky Records and Impulse Music Group because we got an album coming out this Saturday. Roosevelt comes out this Saturday. Some of our songs are covers, remixes. So I can't hate too much on that. Sampling out a song, making a cover, right? A lot of artists have done this, but there's a huge button at T. Logic, I guess supposedly rapping but he's excuse me he's technically singing into this song and it just doesn't sound right right it doesn't sound right I listened to his cover and he's singing but I think this cover was a little bit not for him because logic again to some people you still a white boy some people might think you black. Some most people, hey, Logic's a white rapper. I think it was uh, it was Ice on the Joe Budden podcast. He said that yeah, even even Eminem's more blacker than Logic. I thought that was very funny. I listened to the cover and I'm just like, uh, I don't know if this song was for you. And you said the N word, right? I, okay, and not to sound woke on the show, guys. So before y'all try to cancel me, this is how I feel about it. White folks shouldn't say the N-word. Right? But they do. I think some of us black folks, we shouldn't say the C-word. Right? But we do. Because God knows I do. I'm guilty of that. But white folks shouldn't say the N-word because of history, because of things that's in our past. But besides all that, he says the N-word in this in this song. So we were like, whoa, wait a minute. Can he say that? So, again, I heard the cover. I don't think this was a great mix for him, right? Because a lot of people have some mixed notions. Even O'Shea Jackson Jr., of course, Ice Cube's son, has some choice words. Of course, he responds to the logic rapping about his mom while covering Ice Cube's It Was a Good Day. O'Shea O'Shea Jackson Jr., actor, artist, he's played his father in Straight Outta Compton, has offered his thoughts on Logic's covering his uh, dad's Ice Cube's classic track, It Was a Good Day on Monday. Logic shared a live performance cover of the 1992 song, which appeared on Cube's third album, uh, The Predator. He rapped the track word for word and attracted some attention from Twitter. And of course, we're talking about it too. And let me see if I can get it. In. Okay, so we're not going to play the whole thing, of course, obviously, but... Um, yeah and what he did this wasn't even a music video it looks like logic first of all the the band looked bland as hell there was no bumping no no style no swankiness to their to his band first off and it looks like they did it right in front of a green screen and then played the actual music video of 1992's ice cube it was a good day in the background 
That's it. That's I could do way much better than this. So Jackson Jr., who appeared to take issue uh, to take, uh, excuse me, to take issue not with logic saying the N word like most on Twitter, because I've I've seen it on Twitter. Everybody was like, "Whoa, wait a minute, can he say that?" But with him rapping a, a line about his mother, Kimberly Woodruff, uh, he, this is this was a quote. He said, "I I respect logic. I think he can rap, and that's all I really need." He wrote upon, uh, excuse me, he, is, he wrote upon posting the clip, but bruh. If I ever hear you sing about my mom, mother again, it's going to be a misunderstanding. Uh, L M A O O O O. Uh, yeah. So again, look, logic can rap. I'm not going to say I'm better than logic. I'm not saying that because obviously I'm just a producer, man. I don't, I don't, back in the day I used to rap and I, I don't rap no more because that, that was not my scene. I could not rap for shit. I think he could have picked something else to to rap about, and then maybe if he, because he that I mean that wasn't rapping really, that was just harmonizing and singing, in my opinion. If he actually damn near tried to rap on it, then maybe, right? But it, to me, it was weak. It was kind of the the. I was hoping it would be like a tribute and a music video. That didn't look that looked very amateurish. It looked like super low budget like let's get these random guys to act like maybe act like they're playing on the guitar and bass and we're gonna do it in front of a green screen and have some some camera close-ups right to where they could have really pulled out all the stops and really did something again look and i and o'shea johnson uh, johnson o'shea jackson jr ice cube son yeah maybe yeah say hey you say what you said and you know you somebody else oh white dude no race to it but white dude rapping about your mama like yeah i I can understand that i can so it's just it's a weird dynamic i didn't like the song it was a little bit weak um like i say if he rapped on it maybe he could have had some browning points for that but uh yeah i don't know if this was this was his thing um but yeah, it's out there, guys. So listen to it. Tell me what you guys think, because it's it's out there for sure. So we're going to take a quick commercial break. But when we come back, we've got some more things to talk about here on the show. Stay tuned. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Atlanta's number one radio stations. Swanky 93.3 and The Heat 94.6. Radio stations has you covered. From our studios to our newsroom at KLP Entertainment. Listen on all major audio platforms like Spotify, iHeartRadio, Audacity, Apple Podcast, Stitcher Podcast, Google Podcast, YouTube, and more. Live from our newsrooms brings back our hit news network, SNN, with many news anchors like Arthur Brooks, Addison Hayden, and Beatrix Gemma. Brings you stories about the news worldwide. Tune in on Atlanta's number one stations, Swanky 93.3 and The Heat 94.6 radio stations. To get the latest news today, listen on all major audio platforms like Spotify, iHeartRadio, Audacity, Apple Podcasts. Stitcher Podcast, Google Podcast, YouTube, and more. 
And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, the Beyond Swakey podcast. We're still in our season two for sure. Welcome back to the show, guys. Again, we've talked about a lot of great things thus far, and I cannot wait to dabble more into the news uh, topics of conversation. Now, T, you see that Chris Rock special? We all saw that Chris Rock special. Um, Here's what I thought. Cause I saw a glimpse of this uh, this uh, special. I did. Oh man, um, yeah, this wasn't Chris Rock's best work, honestly. Okay, so we all knew he we were, I, and a lot of people would say this, and I think he did too. I mean, Netflix got to it, right? I don't think Netflix has licensed him to talk about the slap. We all know about the famous Will Smith Chris Rock slap. That happened around this time last year at the Oscars. We all know what happened, right? It's been said Chris Rock has been on this tour, comedy tour, and within his comedy tour, he sold tickets. Now, his tickets have spiked. Since the slap, his tickets have spiked. Now, I know he's going to sell out, but it really sold out after that slap. Because everybody wanted him to make jokes and crack down and really confront about the slap. Now, it's been said that during his tours, his shows, he talked a little bit about it, but then he moved on, right? He waited until this Netflix special, which it was available live on Netflix, but it's on demand now. And I've seen it on demand. I didn't catch it live. Um, I don't think this was his best work. Now... I like comedy specials. I like stand-up comedy to a certain extent. Um, I've watched quite a few comedy stand-ups. I laughed at quite a few comedy stand-ups, right? I've watched this one because, number one, I wanted to see what the buzz was about. I wanted to give my critiques and review. I felt that this wasn't Chris Rock's best work, honestly. I think he holded on a whole year about the Will Smith situation, right? And even that, it wasn't as funny as people thought it was going to be. And maybe he thought it was going to be funny. It just wasn't as funny. Now, don't get me wrong, T. Chris Rock made his money. He made a bag, right? I'm not hating on that. But this wasn't his best work. I got to say. The the thing about the transgender joke, I didn't find funny, right? Because, uh, number one, I'm a firm ally to the community. So, I obviously, I didn't really find any of that kind of funny um it was a little bit whack in my opinion when it came down to that uh the abortion segment he had uh, uh that's a sticky conversation i ain't gonna go there here on the show um i didn't really find that so much funny um yeah it wasn't his best work right and it led it up to the um no, the last joke was something about not arguing in front of white folks. And to a certain extent, that's kind of true. I believe because I make sure I don't do Yeah, don't fight in front of these white folks. Any people are race, really. But yeah, don't fight in front of folks. Um, But he, he left it at that joke or a potential joke. And we was like, OK, damn, really? Like you left it there? Cause I know a lot of comedians, they, they would drop something, but it'd be like a last funny ass laugh, like a last laugh where you're going to laugh the hardest, right? He left it there. Um, 
again going back it was the chris rock thing uh chris rock will smith slap thing and he said that he took it like pacquiao i'm like oh okay Oof. <laughs> you wrote that chris rock because i i've followed chris rock not his entire life right because you know i i didn't know his super early days i didn't know right i was a baby i didn't know but some of his stuff yeah that's funny right he made a joke about um yeah even he would beat me in this part I, even if it's true because i've had my fights with with now trust me i had i had fist fights not like brutal fist fights but almost potential fist fights i had arguments with all kinds of people i had arguments and 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 truffle and, and tuffles and kerfuffles and 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 confrontments with with punk ass people as of recently too like punk ass people like punk ass people i'm like really i could i'll destroy you but then i've had some kerfuffles with some big dudes right i'm talking to the big dudes and this says this wasn't as current but when i was a little bit younger yeah i had kerfuffles with big dudes and i know if i pick a fight in my mind i'm gonna say yeah i might get my ass kicked but i'm more of a more of a man if i stood up right i saying chris rock ain't a man not calling him a bitch but you don't say out loud that I, hey you some sucker fella for for picking a fight with somebody you know you can be is what he said i'm like why would you announce that in public it might be in your mind yeah he can whoop my ass and maybe i don't know but i wouldn't announce that to the public i didn't find that money because maybe chris rock could whoop will smith's ass we don't know hopefully we ain't, we ain't gonna never see that i hope i pray to god won't see that but it could that could be he also made a joke about hey you can even beat me in movies he said he played a zebra marty from madagascar and will smith played he said shark but will smith's character in shark tank i think he was a fish so i didn't get that joke either because i'm big on my dreamworks and my well yeah my dreamwork movies like i, I know so like i say chris rock man this this was not hitting it like i well the like people thought it was gonna do but he made his money netflix played and i gotta i'm gonna say it t i think netflix licensed him to talk about the slap solely on that special because that was the bag right it's crazy how networks can license somebody's confrontation <laughs> because they knew in 2021 that was or excuse me 2022 that was the biggest talk of the town was the chris rock and and, and will smith slap it's been memed uncle murder put it in his wrap up 2022 which i knew he was coming back with a wrap up i knew he wasn't gonna retire that so it was very very interesting for sure um not hating on any any one of the two artists actors comedians um it sucks that they're like that it sucks that they had that confuffle at the at the oscars of all for crying out loud but you know it's just one of those things that it happened and yeah like i say chris rock's special wasn't that great i gotta say that i do it, it just wasn't that good speaking of what's gonna be good this august of 2023 you guys seen it we saw it t you saw it and of course we're gonna talk about it did y'all see that trailer for that new uh ninja turtles movie i did monica she's smiling like yeah baby we're going to go see that yes we are so 
uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem is this new movie that that's getting ready to come out now we did see it the teaser trailer for we didn't see the full trailer um, this looks good they're taking and a lot of people say they took elements from the Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse movies but I think they did but I think they 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 turned it a notch I feel because after seeing now and this we about to talk about this for 30 minutes probably not but like because i'm into movies and talking about movies and trailers and stuff because we're, we're we're obviously in that industry as well but this trailer this movie executive produced by seth rogan you know seth rogan's gonna make a lot of money from this movie first of all um this is a movie that i feel that they took some elements of comics but it almost looked like they took elements of claymation, right? A lot of people dabbled in claymation. Uh, Wes Anderson, that's the one person I'm thinking of on top of my head right now, uh, using uh, and 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 um, Garimo. I forgot this guy's name, but he's used uh, claymation as well. Uh, Tim Burton is another prime example of using claymation in his movies. They they're taking inspiration for comics. And I feel like they use claymation in this somehow because it's almost looked like claymation made into this movie. Now, I saw this trailer and it looks quite amazing. You got Seth Rogen to play Bebop and you've got the Ninja Turtles. Um, you've got all four of these guys. Um, I'm not familiar with these guys, but you got Nicholas Kentu, uh, Micah Abbey, Brady Noon and Shaman Brown Jr. I- I'm not familiar with these young actors. Um, but they're going to be the Ninja Turtles. Um, so I can tell this story is going to be, they're kind of, they're teenagers, but I feel like they're a little bit pre-teenagers in this movie, which is quite interesting because if you remember the Michael Bay film, the Ninja Turtles, both of them, they were teenagers, but they were a little bit older teenagers, right? So in this movie, you got a lot of younger teenagers, uh, teenage, younger teenage years of the ninja turtles so i'm very very excited for that you got are you a i'm gonna put your name i'm sorry are you a debris i butchered her name i'm so sorry um great voice actor she's played uh this one character in big mouth that's really the only one i can think of the bear she was also in very very good with her voice and how the way she voices her her, her character so i'm i'm excited uh, to see her jackie chan is going to play splinter master splinter that's exciting you got rose brin to play leatherhead you got g uh, giancarlo uh esposito he's he's like the villain in almost everything that he's done um yeah he's he's the villain in pretty much everything he's in the mandalorian breaking breaking bad he was in far cry 6 the video game who's the main villain so very very excited you got john cena to play rocksteady that makes sense ice cube is playing superfly i can't wait to see how he's gonna sound in this movie for sure you got paul rudd post malone and maya uh, rudolph is gonna be also in this movie as well um an all-star cast right so it's you got this all-star cast i'm quite excited i'm very very excited to see what what's going to happen in this movie i might just go to theaters to see this set movie because uh the excitement is real it really is real when it comes to these type of movies i'm glad that there's movies that let me tell y'all y'all don't y'all don't get this because there's so many movies (laughs) coming out this year you got this movie coming out in august 
you got the super mario movie coming out next month can't wait right so many great uh, spider-man movies coming out i want to say this june right so many great movies are coming out i cannot wait so uh congratulations to self rogan i know this this man's about to make money from this movie because he's an executive when you become an executive producer of a movie you know you about to make the make the bag you know you about to make that money so i get very very excited for that so excited for self rogan and his movies getting ready to come out for sure so it's a great feeling um like i say these movies are coming out video games are coming out this year all except one or at least it has been delayed you guys know what i like how i segue that to you guys know what i'm talking about again starfield from bethesda Mm, 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 mm. so starfield t has been delayed again and i want to give y'all my take on this now this game was said to come out last november it got pushed back to words been pushed back to december of last year and now they're saying the first half of 2023 after that because they got to work on some polishing now the new date is september 6 of this year so that's the second half of this year um this is uh, to some gamers this is very very alarming um I understand why people delay their games. I, I do. Because sometimes... And I'm going to keep harping on this on every show that I, that we do. But it is good that if you know your game is not good enough... And I'm very skeptical about this. Because this game is coming to Game Pass. Right? Um, You do not want a game delay that much. You don't because for me when a game has been delayed so many times i tend to lose hope i tend to forget about it because you got all these other games that are ready to be launched and out i'm playing these games that are out so when this game comes out you think oh snap i kind of forgot about this game right now here's the part where i think starfield has a great advantage right because I don't know if sales would have been that good if this game didn't come out for Game Pass and you're paying a whole retail price, 60 bucks. They have this advantage because this game, first of all, is Xbox exclusive. So that means that it comes out for Game Pass, right? And I say that's an advantage because this game, you can buy the game out right too, but this game is coming to Game Pass. So nine times out of 10, people are just going to play this game on Game Pass because they are paying a subscription so it's technically free for them that's why i've been seeing on twitter and instagram and like gaming sites that a lot of people were mad but they're not as upset because they know that they're not going to go out and pay 60 bucks for this they know okay well it's going to be free when it comes out so i'm not going to argue with free right so it's, it's it's interesting it's very very interesting for that 
Um, it's sad that this game getting delayed because I was going to actually renew my Game Pass to play this game soon, but now I have to wait all the way until September, right? That's quite a few months away from now. So, um, I, I, I want Bethesda to, and this is for any game company out there, T, really, I want people game developers and i'm not harping on them because they're working as hard as they can and i think game developers and programmers and engineers and, and animators and sculptors i think they don't get paid enough for their video game making they get paid like shit and they work on this great project but that's besides the point i want developers and studios to work hard on their games right i don't want a game being half baked and you turn around and you selling it to people for $70 because as you guys know and I've said this before and I'll say it again gaming is premium so how the way the world working right now and the economy a lot of people are not willing to shell out $70 every time a new video game comes out now right a lot of people are getting more skeptical a lot of people are really looking at their budget and their financing and saying okay let's look at the reviews first before we make this investment of a video game if and i'm like that too i'm guilty of it if a game has such poorly reviews yeah i'm not buying it unless if, if i get a review copy or something i'm not buying it because if the reviews suck the consumer says it suck why would I spend $70 on something that I know that's going to suck because based off the reviews, now nah, I just wasted money. Right? So it's just one of those things that gamers, quote unquote, because I know a lot of people hate that term. It's just the only name I can call it right now. Gamers, they don't want to invest a lot of money in video games for sucky video games. For me, it's the sucky video games or is the hard games. Wulong, Fallen Dynasty, I'm talking to you. I spent full retail for that and I hadn't played in a while a couple days because I've been working but it's, it's true a lot of people are not wanting to drop the cash on such a large video game that is not prevailing well right Nintendo as of late not really lately but before they've had games where they're would say have baked and they're going to turn around and sell it to us for $70 and when we buy the game with the anticipation of it being good it's not that good and first most of us were buying digitally so when you're buying a game digitally you can't get your money back you can't say hey i want to trade this in that would be cool though that would be kind of dope if they, if they could do that um but you can't do that digitally right now so you're stuck with the game you bought digitally now if you go to gamestop you got to deal with them shoving down the, the pro membership down your throat and then you got to they ask you 20 times for a warranty before you can pay for the game and then when you buy six the game you trade it in you get a dollar for it so that way they can flip it and switch it and, and sell it again for 60 so that's why i don't buy from gamestop that's the whole point of that i, I don't buy from gamestop anymore because i bought a game for 60 i they say hey yeah we'll give you 10 bucks for it for them to flip it and buy it and sell it back out for 80 so yeah no uh, so again, Starfield has been delayed now to the second half of this year, 2023. Um, we're looking at September 6th. We'll see. We'll we'll see. Hopefully, it doesn't get delayed one more time. Uh, this is this is a high anticipated game. When it does come out, maybe I'll renew my Xbox Game Pass. And I've had Game Pass and I loved it. It's just I've had so many subscriptions on my bill list right now, so I kind of had to pause those type of subscriptions because that does add up at the end of the month. Um, 
So maybe I'll renew my game pass and maybe we'll play it. Um, if it comes out September 6th, I mean, it's been said since September 6th, but who knows? They might say, ah, oh, December, you know, we, we don't know yet. So good luck to Bethesda. I hope they figure it out. Like I say, take your time because if you want this game to be a smash it, yeah, you got to take your time. You got to take your time. It's the same thing with me too about Black Myth Wukong. Um, that game was supposed to come out this year. It got delayed until next summer. So again, take your time on these games. Uh, so that's going to wrap it up here on our podcast, the Beyond Swanky podcast. Hopefully you guys enjoyed this one as much as I did. And if you're watching the video version of this podcast, thank you so very much. Like, comment, and subscribe. And don't forget to hit that bell notification at the bottom so that way you guys can get notified when we upload our next content. And if you're listening on all of our audio radio platforms, Stitcher Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Spotify Podcast, Our Heart Radio, Audacity, Apple Podcasts. It's all there. Uh, share it with your friends, uh, letting you guys know that we're live here in the studio. Now, that's going to wrap it up here. This is the Beyond Swanky Podcast. I've been your host, KLP Kennedy Lucas. Season 2, still here and kicking it with us again. As always, I like to say, stay safe, stay swanky, peace. KLP Aftermath with your host, Kennedy Lucas, brings out all the stops. Tune in to KLP Aftermath as we have stories, reviews, current events, and even our famous segment, Elephant in the Room. Inspired by the Breakfast Club's Donkey of the Day, KLP Aftermath with your host, Kennedy Lucas, streams on Atlanta's number one radio station, Swanky 93.3 and the Heat 94.6. Radio Station. Listen on all major audio platforms like Spotify, iHeartRadio, Audacity, Apple Podcast, Stitcher Podcast, Google Podcast, YouTube, and more. The latest show goes after hours. The Beyond Swanky Podcast with Kennedy Lucas brings out more for our Lucas Nation fans. Tune in for reviews, topics, and even special guests. We go beyond the swankiness as it's juicy as hell with our DJ, DJ Lupezzi, playing nothing but the hits on the Spotify podcast version. Live from our studio of Swanky Studios, it's the Beyond Swanky Podcast with Kennedy Lucas on Atlanta's number one stations Swanky 93.3 and the Heat 94.6 radio station listen on all major audio platforms like Spotify iHeartRadio Audacity Apple Podcast Stitcher Podcast Google Podcast YouTube and more